She was apparently a one-eyed madam. Okay, recording. Do I recognize this? I recognize this. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Two Gays Dragcast with me. 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 <laughs> a lackadaisical cow of a Garfield named Andrew B. Mm. And me, Guy Smith. <laughs> Go and make yourself into a lasagna. Uh, no. How dare you? I like tortellini. <sighs> and you're a cat, so you're more of a loaf anyway. How dare you? I'm no loaf. You're a loaf. You're a loaf. A loaf? A floof? Anyway, we're back yet again because we're doing this shit for the next, like, however many weeks of episodes there are. Yeah, that's that's what a serial podcast is. I mean, at this point, we're just fucking, we're just talking about a drag episode of something. Imagine if I, I see those podcasts where they're like, they just have topics or they have to do research research. Like we do research by watching the episode, looking at things. But these people like uh, the today's case of mystery is the haunting of the 1860 ministry mansion where there was only like one known document. But we somehow were able to find shit out because we spent the last four days combing through the graves of graveyards with documents. Like I can't. I can't. I just can't. You you have to do so much work for those sorts of things. Like I like listening to them. But. I love like sinisterhood and stuff like that. I love listening to them, but I could never fucking do it. Nope. Mm-hmm. That's honestly why it's taken me like a long time for me to just like kind of let this one script that I've had sort of sit in my mind because I have to mull over it. I have to spill out all of my thoughts and be more articulate than just a podcast. Doing even more comprehensive reviews than a podcast review is hard enough. Like... I had to do minimal research. That took hours. Because <laughs> I want to be reliable, you know? Yeah, well, neither of us are, so... We're familiar with the subject matter, so are let's you, get you, in and you? be familiar with the subject matter. We're not familiar with any subject. Today's episode... The Weird, weird wild, wild West. West. Yes. It's the weird. It's the wild. It's the wayest. And in our intro clip, the boulets are obviously not wearing any wigs, but think they can get away with it by wearing a scarf and a hat. Even though I know it's like, y'all bald motherfucker. It just, it's weird. It's weird when you can tell people are bald. Because you can wear a hat in hair. And it kind of looks like, oh yeah, I can't see the hair, but I can tell they have hair. Yeah. I just look at them and go, no, they're bald. They're full ass bald. <laughs> they're, they're billiard balls. You could pick them up and play pool with them. Although sometimes it's a matter of, oh, actually you do have a little bit of hair. But you're basically just wearing a bald cap or something, to fully pull back your very receded hairline. Oh, I saw a great meme. Ugh. It's sad we're not audio-visual or whatever the hell anymore. I mean, I don't care because that's more editing on your part, but there was a really funny... So they're cowboys, cowgirls, cow people. They're trying to rush up some, some grub, but they're wearing these... They're like, 
I'm going to high noon you and I'm going to shoot you and da 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 da. And I got to find the meme. Hold on. Here it is. <laughs> I got to save it so I can send it to you. It's basically because they wear these damn, um, since it's specifically such a close up of it, you know how they wear those like honeycomb eyes? Because uh-huh. it's a close up the of their face, but it's contacts. Basically... So it's, uh, the, yeah, the contacts, excuse me. But it's basically like what we see, what the boules see. <laughs> oh that's very good and from reading about what it actually like what people wearing those go through apparently yeah it's uh they affect the vision quite a bit it's like having a thin sheet over your eyes and everything's darker i mean that is literally what it is i mean fair enough i'm assuming and apparently they in their podcast creatures of the night which you can go listen to they've said that it they can actually barely see in the contacts and they're very uncomfortable so what i'm assuming they do is like for all these shots action shots funny shots what I'm thinking, maybe they wear them for these sorts of shots where you can see them, and then when you don't have to see them, like if it's just runway and stuff, they probably maybe take them out just so they can watch like the runway or the any sort of challenges. Oh, yes, definitely. While watching the floor show, they will not be wearing the contacts, but when they have to be like presenting themselves, they will have like just That's their contacts thinking, in, yeah, like... their face in. Well, actually, they took off their gloves now. So that they had those claw fingers. I don't think we've mentioned that yet. How is it? It's probably filmed like a floor show first, probably. Like they start with the floor show and then without the contacts, nails, mm-hmm. all that shit. And then once it's over, it's like, okay, now let's put everything on and get our judging just on. Anyway, we, we're getting off topic because it's funny. Yeah. Uh, so then they decide, well, I'm hungry. Well, I'm also hungry. Well, which one of us is going to get the fucking food? And it's like, well, I guess we'll have a shootout and see. Suspenseful Western music starts. One step, two step, three step, four step, five step, turn around, shoot. Drakmorda wins. No, Swanthula. Who the hell is the small boule? Swan. Is it Swan? Yes. Okay, my favorite of the two. I know Drakmorda's going to kill me. I'm sorry. I just find her more entertaining out of the two. She just seems more lighthearted and, like, silly when it comes to certain things. Which, I mean, you kind of have it. It's two sides of the different coin, which is nice. So you can see, like, when shit really gets down, Drakmorda's like... Bitch, I will slit your fucking throat. Where Jack Mortis just like, this is fun. <laughs> he, she's gonna slit your throat. He. Jack means business. Swan means entertainment. They're literally the mullet. They're literally the human drag mullet. Jack Mortis is the b- business, and Swanthula is the party. Anyway, they turn. Swanthula shoots and wins, but does not shoot Jack Morda. Instead, Israel is standing by the side, just falls over. <laughs> Very funny. It's like, oh, did you have to shoot him, you idiot? Fine, you win. And in, because you should have seen the episode at this point, it's been a week, you know, these come out on Monday, so you should have seen the episode by this point. Jack Morda says something very interesting, saying, Here, piggy, 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 and as we'll learn later, our eliminated queen happens to be wearing a piggy, piggy outfit. And I also noticed in the first, not the first week, well, I don't, technically the first week, it was a promotion, it also kind of feels a little suspicious, because it was a promotion for their, like, mask they were selling, but also the masked queen went home first. And then in the second week, they specifically mentioned how horrible the ugly outfit is. And Astrid was specifically read that week for having a horrible thrift shop looking outfit. Uh So I'm wondering if like they're kind of spoiling with these like that piggy piggy one was like direct. I wonder if they are dropping hints that we figure out when that episode comes out. Right. Like that piggy piggy one. I don't want to spoil it yet, just in case y'all truly haven't watched it, which it's been a week. Y'all should have watched it at this point if you're listening to our podcast. No, wait, why should I care? I don't care. I like spoilers. Fuck you. So Coco was wearing the Piggy Piggy outfit and made the Piggy Piggy outfit. And then Drakmorda's just like, here, Piggy Piggy Piggy. 
And then the way she dies, I'm not going to lie. I mean, technically she didn't die. It was just like a body cast, I think. They didn't actually have Coco there. I'm not sure why. Probably because they probably wouldn't have been able to do as effective. I think it was definitely the most gruesomely implied death I've seen in all four seasons so far. Yeah. I mean, we've had someone melt. We've had someone burned alive. Yeah, but it was like... this. Bur- but the melting was like silly Wicked Witch of the West type burning. This was... Coco was like, well, again, body cast looked like Coco with the mask on. It wasn't actually Coco, but it was heavily. Yeah, and then it was actually but, cooked. Right, cooked on a spittle like a roasted pig looking like with a giant metal spike through it. Like, God damn. And a chunk taken out. And a chunk taken Like, oh, damn. It was like, I mean, y'all should be watching the episodes too. But if you just listen to ours, I'm interestingly, like I saw it and I was like, damn. Like that. Ugh, what, is that from Friday? I think that's from Friday. That were Ice Cube and um, Chris Tucker. They pull back. Damn. Yeah, that sounds about right. Anyway, we move on. You know, drag, filth, horror, glamour. The winner of Boulet Brothers Dragula Season 4 will headline the Dragula World Tour and receive a 100,000 cast prize courtesy of Bible Girl. Dragula boot caps. That's ingrained into my brain. Favorite fucking meme ever. Just It's like a cash prize courtesy of Bible Girl. So stupid. Yeah. What would season three's gag have been, courtesy of... I I don't care. I want them to keep Bible Girl. I think that's funny. (laughs) That's the funniest thing. I mean, Bible Girl is funny, but I feel like it would be great to continue to cycle it throughout the seasons. Uh, I think it just would have been funny if it just kept Bible Girl, because I'm very simple-humored. Anyway, let's get back to our monsters in the boudoir. Everyone's curious. Ooh, who went home? Was it Betty? Was it Astrid? Was it Betty? Was it Astrid? Of course, Hoso's hoping that it was Betty, because... Hurry, she got her with the romance with Astrid. And when Hoso finds out, it's kind of sad. They are very upset about it, which, fair enough. Of course, we must congratulate Saint. Congratulations, Saint, winning last week's challenge, and she's going to do it again. Not this week, but she's going to do it again, hopefully. Yeah, no, not this week. <laughs> People talking about looks. Mary definitely deserved to be in the bottom. A lot of people seem to be shocked, especially Sigourney, that she was a fish. The challenge was a vampire, and she was a fish. I also felt a bit shocked. I think a lot of people were talking about uh, how Mary has really been saved by the Boulets, it feels like, the last couple of weeks. And this week as well, and it's rather interesting. I don't know, I kind of felt like Mary actually deserved to be safe this week. <laughs> mm, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the looks. Mary pops up, and Mary... Uh, Mary's talking, and Coco's like, no, you're talking quite a lot. She's saying, oh, God, I'm going to miss this. I miss that so much. She's like already just in this confessional. I feel like Miss Marie needs a lot of attention in the boudoir, a lot of spotlight time, if you know what I'm saying. And then that face, oh, I'm going to miss these confessionals so fucking much. Like, literally, she has the best fucking confessionals. Giving us such good confessionals, though. Best confessionals. Like, here's the thing. Like, I don't. I wonder if she's one of those people who probably doesn't even realize how funny she is. Like, she's gorgeous and has stunning drag, but is also incredibly fucking just naturally funny. And I love that. And then uh, Dolly also saying something interesting. I still think Mary talks too much, but then again, I probably also would if I was on the show. I would probably be like a Lawrence Cheney or a Mary Jerry just oh never God, shut yeah. the fuck up. But Dolly is also kind of right, basically saying in the sense that, like, Mary's not just too loud. There's just a lot of people who are too quiet. And I'm just like, eh. And then Sigourney basically being like, it doesn't really matter what you did yesterday or the day before or whatever. Everything that matters is in today. And it's like, true. People talking about Astrid and how she um, 
melted down last episode, which we all talked about. Dolly was surprised by the outbursts and sort of blames herself for pushing Astrid in doing Dracula in the first place. And maybe that she wasn't ready to do it. She had doubts about auditioning and Dolly just sort of pushed her along and said, you can do it, it's fine. Sigourney also feels partly responsible because they were a team. But again, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they both had things they cut from the original outfits and plan. But it's, I don't think it's Sigourney's fault because she could have, if actually, as Jade says, if Astrid sacrificed, they, she could have just stuck to his guns and said, no, I'm doing this, done. And then, of course, Hoso is probably the only one defending Astrid at this point because, again, romantic. Truly defending Astrid. Like, even Dolly is kind of like, Astrid did fuck up there. Mm-hmm. You can see Hoso's just fully done, like, everyone's talking about Astrid, like, please shut up. Stop talking about my baby like that. Betty comes in, and Hoso is just, you could, the devastation, just like, fuck. Betty's back. She's ready. She ain't giving up without a fight. What do they make them do, girl? Oh, my God, we had to submerge our arms in leeches. She let them crawl all over her titties. Oh, no. Yeah, I remember that. I told y'all. I was like, nah, nah, there was no way. After all the voiceovers they gave, all the sh- glamour shots, like, they weren't, they weren't letting her go. Not that. It was like, okay, we, we know who's going home. Exactly. Like, I hope every week isn't that, uh, like, this week the extermination definitely wasn't even remotely, I don't think, either or. Yeah, no, it wasn't quite so clear. Because they both basically fell off at the same time. It was a mechanical bull challenge, by the way. But yeah, they made, like, at least, you know, that episode they made it, I feel like the first two episodes were relatively, like, I know who's staying, I know who's going home, you know? Hoso's like, you, or Betty's like, you don't seem too happy about me being here, uh, Hoso. And they're like, <laughs> like, well, I just saw so much fire in Astrid Nigel's. And obviously it's like, yeah, you're biased. Trans- Saints like translation is, they took my man. <laughs> I love it. But no, everybody's, you know, just talk and talk and talk. And your friend went home, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Zavala is like, you have to be here for you. Exactly. Just be here for you. Yes, your friend went home, lover went home, whatever the hell went home. You're still here, so you gotta be here for you and get that $100,000. And now, attention competitors, attention competitors, you must make your way to the main stage right now. Why don't you tell us what our challenge will be this week, babe? Alright, so our competitors will need to create some sort of look and a little bit of a performance to go along with the theme of Weird Wild West, which is to say it will be bringing in elements of sci-fi and western. Not necessarily a space western, just science fiction western. Although my mind immediately went to sci-fi western, space western, because so Firefly. I'm assuming you don't have the episode running or something? Do you not have the episode what? up? Do you not have the episode up? I do. I'm just going off of memory. Okay, maybe I'll just do it instead. The thing is, I can't listen and then diatribe That's at the same why time. I read. That's why I'm just reading the subtitles, bitch. Well, I didn't want to just quote them. I think it's better just to read the challenge verbatim. For this week's challenge, the girls will conceptualize and create an original look based on a comic book-inspired Weird Wild West theme. Horror and science fiction collide on the American frontiers in these pulp comics of yesteryear. The monsters must draw inspiration from the same Weird Wild World and contain have to contain Western theme elements as well as horror and science fiction tones. Of course, there's also got to be some performance obviously it's one thing to build a look but you have to sell it see this is what i understood the winner of the challenge receives a 100,000 or 100,000 1,000 dollars shopping spree to fright rags as far as i know unless i missed something saint didn't win anything last episode why nope the episode one winner won some astrid won something 
this challenge winner yep. won something. Why didn't Saint win anything? That's weird. I don't know. I'm wondering if they only got so many sponsorships so they can only give out prizes for a handful of the challenges like every other week. I guess, but God, fuck Saint, I guess. That's fucked. I know. At the very least, Saint has the resurrection money? No, yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. And so far, a spot, and they're doing, they've made it further than they did on season three, so with a win, so they're doing better currently. Anyway, so that's our challenge. We're back in our boudoir, and it's time for filler. Filler. This is actually filler, because there's not really much debate. I mean, there is, but it isn't. All there really is is, like, riding people like a pony. That Yeah, that was fun, but also people just talking about... Uh, Mary Jabber. What they're going to be, Mary talking a lot. I've noticed three episodes so far, and it's getting kind of annoying. Oh, here it is, actually, I think, for the episode. And I agree, Sigourney says, everybody's very focused on what Sigourney's doing, and it's a way that I don't agree with. Like, Mary, Zavaleta, a couple of others, like, they seem to be very focused on... Sigourney just being like, oh, can you only do this? You're just a lady. You're a woman. What are you, what are you going to bring to the table? What are you, and it's just like. Look over at Coco. Coco also does the titties thing. Right. And it's just, it's sexism. It's just very, it's why I was very excited to see Dolly, like Dolly and Sigourney are getting on really well. I mean, they were, she was literally riding Dolly as a pony, (laughs) which was very funny. It's, there's a difference where it's like. It just felt weird. Again, this is just on a TV show. From what I can see offline or like nowadays, they all seem to get along, you know, in normal day-to-day life on like Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. So it seems like they're all fine. It just feels like what you see here is just very... Yeah. I, I don't know how to how to explain it. It's a little bit of the casual misogyny that can yeah, be in very the that. gay community because... Because she seems like, like... She truly, from what I've seen out of everybody, not to say they're not, Sigourney is truly just like seems like the easiest person to get along with she seems chill she seems fun i truly described her i remember how i described her and i stand by this to this day even when she specifically said she plays dungeon and dragons i knew that but i fully described her i was like seeing her promo in drag just i was like step on me mommy crush my neck with your heels and then when i saw her meet the monsters i was like this is a lady who just wants to hang out and geek and play dnd and then she said it and i was like i fucking knew it she is two sides of a different of the coin and i like ugh. It's amazing. But I like she seems like such a fun person, you know? Mm-hmm. So basically, um, if I can quickly describe what everybody's going to try and be, I guess. Again, it's not like we have to, but that's what you're here for. You want to hear what the fuck we have to say. I don't know why. Sigourney is very excited for the Wild West theme. They're going to attempt to remake an iconic Mugler outfit. Ooh. They're lining it, everything with, like, neoprene. I'm not actually sure what that is. Okay, hold on. Neoprene is a certain type of synthetic fabric, I That's believe. That's what I thought. I just, I've been out of the game for too long. Neoprene, also polychloroprene, uh, is a family of synthetic rubbers. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I just never heard it as neo... Because polychlor... Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, I've been out of the drag game for too long. I should know more. I should know so much more. I keep up to date. I think it's that I keep up to date on like queens and kings and all the in betweens. Like I keep in date on people. I don't keep up to date on trends and shit. I can't be bothered because I'm not doing it anymore. Why should I? You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's basically a non-latex rubber. So Coco is going to do in the simplest way that I can describe it as possible an iconic pig character that they've created. But imagine a pig prostitute in the Wild West. Just that's the only way I can describe it. Which. Feels like a good sex joke, in my opinion, because, yeah. like, you call someone yeah, a pig, pig sometimes, bottom, yes. but I'm not sold. 
by how it looks. <laughs> it's also weird uh, if I can. Well, I know we already passed the whole because I didn't think about it, but it's true. There are times where Mary specifically will say, like, it's other queens, but when it comes to the corner, they're like, I'm not bashing you because you're a cis woman. And I'm just like, but why are you so, why are you bringing that specific fact up? I mean, like, it makes it seem more, if it wasn't on your mind, you wouldn't say it, you know? Uh-huh. And I just, in my head, I'm just like, I really hope somebody addresses it. I have a feeling it might wind up being addressed in later episodes. Like, it's already basically started to come up, so. I hope so. It's just, we'll see. And then, of course, the Boulets did say maybe they will. Maybe the Boulets bring it up because remember there was that podcast episode where they say that quote-unquote drama got so much they had to step in. So maybe that's it. I don't know. I thought it might be something with Betty, but like I said, she's coming off completely different on the show than she did on Twitter. So maybe it is this misogyny thing. Who knows? It could be this. We'll see. Anyway, back to the... So next is Dali, who's going to be an alien sort of bounty hunter which i'd like to point out will i think the this season series is kimono gate from drag race where they all wore the same fucking thing because i believe there are three different bounty hunters of sorts bounty hunter cowboy people in this specific uh runway but we'll get to the others so yeah they're gonna be like an alien bounty hunter killer da 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 which fair enough betty is as they describe themselves, an old hill person from the south backwards of Tennessee, as they love Dolly Parton. I think everybody can agree they love Dolly Parton. If you don't like Dolly Parton, I think... Like, you remember that meme a little while back where they were like, big red flags, if you don't so-and-so, big red flags. I think if you don't like Dolly Parton, big red flag. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Like, Dolly Parton to me is like God. Like, she's the real nice Mother Teresa person. I was about to say... I, what if you don't like Dolly Parton? You love Dolly Parton. <laughs> You're so funny. Like, she is uh, so amazing. Their idea for this is inspiration from Best Little Horror House in Texas. Great movie, by the way, actually, if y'all go watch it. It's a good musical. I really enjoy it. Just good old time. Yeah, Dolly Parton's pretty good in it. Mm-hmm. I think the whole movie is good. So they're going to make this sort of Southern-inspired Southern lady dress mixed with, like, Terminator. So, like, a robo-dolly, basically. Like, a Westworld. Like, imagine Westworld, I guess. Roboparton. Yeah, Roboparton. It's an interesting idea. And then uh, next time we move on to Mary Cherry, whose idea is a one-eyed Mae West? Or one-eyed... Mae West meets a one-eyed alien, which I'll point out. Gone back and watched the runway afterwards and now watching this and seeing them describe it. I didn't realize she was supposed to be one-eyed. I think she just put a shit ton of lashes over one eye to try and cover it up, and that was her idea of, like, one-eyed. Which, we'll get to it when we watch the runway. No, 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 we'll get to it when we get to the runway, because I have some, I have some thoughts we'll about it. We'll get to it. it on the runway. The construction is bold. <laughs> but yeah, so she's got her hair, she's gonna be a one-eyed Mae West, she does the whole, come up and see me sometime. So, uh, Zavaleta's Emiliano Zapeta, who was someone who started the revolution in Mexico, which I think is really cool. Again, I think it definitely gives off it looks very bounty hunter-ish, but it's a specific inspiration, direct inspiration, which I like. Yes, it is less of the sort of general space western sort of thing that tends to get pulled in with um, the other bounty hunters. I think each individual concept is unique, but when it was shown on the runway, it does kind of give off the same vibes each time of just pew-pew gun male person, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's just sort of gunslinger, basically. I still like it. But you know what I mean? Like, like okay, actually, another example. Let me go back to Kimono Gate or Drag Race Season 8. 
like Brittany, Derek, sorry, had a kimono, but it was like specific, like everyone was doing the nothing really matters kimono. And she had that basically the same kimono, but it had like pictures of Madonna on the arms and it was painted differently. And then Kim, Kim Chi had a kimono, but it was specifically from a different music video. It wasn't from the nothing mothers music video, but it was another kimono. So it's like the idea was different. But the execution kind of came off as the same. Not so much for Kim's, yes. like more Derek's, where it was like it was the same style of kimono, but it was just painted differently and it looked differently. So I think this is the same idea where the ideas are different, but it might come off as a little the same looking. Mm-hmm. But like I said, anyway, and she is also Zavala is doing this for their family, their sister who passed away. There's a lot of crying, and I'm not going to go over it because I don't want to start crying. It's very sad. It is. They're doing it for their family. I think it's very sweet, and it's just... I can't start bawling. I'm not going to be doing it. Like, no, 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 I can't already. Sad moments make me sad, which, fair enough, but I just don't want to even think about it. So we're moving on to the next day. So because we got to talk to the other bitches about what their ideas are, I think. Nope, now we're just moving on to Mary talking and talking and talking and talking and literally talking and talking. Oh, boy. Like, literally talking, which I get it. You're on camera. You're on a reality show. You want to talk. Oh, so we're just not talking to the other monsters about what their ideas are. Perfect. So we'll just have to go through it ourselves. Fabulous. All right, fine. Anyway, welcome to the Western Wild, Western, Western Wild, Western. Um, let's talk about these boule looks. Yeah, they do sort of ring portal thing. No, you just you just tell them what you think they look like because you're so funny. Okay, so um, well, first they come in again through this sort of ring portal that they have in the background. It reminds me of Doctor Strange, but blue. After they go through, um, well, they have these weird sort of strap thingies that the pattern reminds me of tires. So I just thought of the movie Rubber. (laughs) You consistently refer to them as rubber tires or seat belts and other stuff, which I think is just... (sighs) I know. Anyway. It's what I thought of. It's an intrusive thought because once I thought of it, I couldn't stop thinking about it because that movie is so fucking ridiculous. No, you truly couldn't. You kept bringing it up every time. Anyway, how about we let's move on to our guest judges. First up, the literal fish out of water because she does not look like she belongs here at all because everyone is dark and brooding and drills and she's just pink bubblegum blonde. <laughs> Psychokinetic Barbie. Pretty much. Welcome, Trixie Mattel. Oh my god. Hi, you guys. Katya's not here. She's actually competing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> also joining us on the stage is a singer, songwriter, queer artist to the stars, Orville Peck. Welcome, welcome, Orville Peck. Yes, yes, yes. I don't care. Bring Poppy. She'll be here eventually. I wonder if she's going to be like Poppy or she's going to be like Poppy. She'll probably be Poppy because I would like to see her just talk. like. I know they're probably inviting Poppy the, you know, the character, but I would I would like to see just the person talking about the stuff. We'll see, I guess. Anyway, let's start this fucking floor show. Gentle Old West music. I will say for the first time in these fucking episodes, the runway actually lasts a decent amount of time for each person. Like, holy shit. Like, I'm genuinely shocked. So, first up, we have Cyborg Dolly. Better Betty. Um, I think the look is fine. I think the bottom is more successful than the top. Or let me say, the wig is fine, the dress is fine, the makeup, which uh, they mention as says, it doesn't really read cyborg as much. You have to look really closely, and even then I don't think it necessarily reads as cyborg-y. Yeah, it feels more like, almost like a android that has, like, its 
you know, it's fake latex covering peeling off. Yeah, it just feels eh. Like I said, I like the dress. I think the dress is nice. I think the wig is nice. And and there's a character behind it, because remember, we're judging the performances too. I think it's nice, um, the performance of, like, it starts off like, Hi, everybody, it's me, Robo Dolly. And then she just starts blasting people's heads off. So it's like a, a back and forth of, like, robot malfunctioning, killing everybody to happy, happy, joy, joy, dancing, yay. You know? So I, uh, so I like that. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of the uh, whorehouse episode of uh, Firefly. Mm. Where they had a giant shootout in that. Anyway, next up is Coco Kane. Um, I don't. I like it. I don't think. Hmm. How do I like? Mm, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know necessarily if it reads as wild, weird West. Like I think it looks cool. I like the smoke that comes out of the mask. It's really cool. The hair is nice. The fan is nice. The outfit is nice. Um, the boulets happen to mention that, like, they want to see a little more than just, like, big-tittied sex pot, which I get, but, like, when you do it well, like she does, you do it well. Which they also admit, like, she does it well, but they want to see something different, which I guess I understand. Mm-hmm. And I also think it just doesn't necessarily read as, um, I think it's weird. I do think it's wild. I don't know if it necessarily reads as West. No, there's not enough that fully relates to the West. Like country or space. I don't think it says space. I think it might read more necessarily horror than it does either the West part or the alien part. Yeah. Because it's like the pig, the sort of blood stains and stuff like that. I think it, yeah, I think it's only one, it hits one out of three kind of check marks. But I still like it. Yeah, it's like it has the right temporal era, but not the right location. Right. Next up, we have Zavaleta in this very like i said like gunslinger like he is ready to blow your fucking head off i think it's a very nice look the hat is nice and sort of like burned and like it has bullet holes we saw zavaleta in the workroom kind of like burning singeing the feathers and kind of making them all like you know worn and stuff oh yeah and i definitely think it reads it's very cool the teeth i think it's a nice look like bullet holes through the hat it has a nice touch I don't really think anything this episode necessarily, I wouldn't say not wowed me, but just like, like, cause there are parts of every, I think this week so far that have been like good, but there could have been something better or something might've been a little yeah. off. Like, it's just like, like I said, Rizavaleta was cool. It was fine. Fine with me. Next, Sigourney. I think this is another example of like, this hits two out of three marks. I think this is definitely wild. I think this is weird or no. Well, I think this hits wild, weird West. Cause I think I get the West. The wild of just like reveals and titties and poopy and just you know it's weird maybe not weird because i think she has this like body paint that makes her like blue and sort of look alien but i also think it doesn't look necessarily alien enough that what she was necessarily going for like i love the outfits i love the gold i love the original like red white and blue the reveal to the gold like i love it mm-hmm. it looks very cool i will say i just had a thought this color of blue can be achieved by overdosing on silver. Good to know. That was something that an actual show person did in the West during this time. He consumed ludicrous amounts of silver all the time for that. Okay, then maybe that was the actual reference since this is a very sort of showgirly look. In which case, pseudoscience. Okay, you know what? All right, I'll give it to you. There you go. Next up is Saint in this sort of cow look. <laughs> I like it, but I don't think there was much... She didn't do much with the performance aspect of it. She just sort of walked around, did things with a hat. And that makes me sad because, like I said, at least from what I saw, 
I've seen what Sync can do in a performance. They, like, literally last week, I thought it was amazing. So it felt so, like, restrictive almost this week, which is really upsetting. Yeah, I'm wondering if Saint might have done or planned for more things to do with those udders. Because they stick out so much, and we saw Saint starting to fondle one, but didn't go very far or barely touch them. So I'm wondering if Saint had more planned, but couldn't do it. Maybe... And it's so sad because I like to see them do so well. So for this to sort of fall flat, I think on the performance aspect, I like the look a lot. I think this unfortunately just fell flat on the performance aspect. Yeah, the look's pretty nice. Like there's even, I just realized there's even like a little clover on, um, on Saint's like left front hip. Oh, see, that's like attention to detail, shit like that. Like I enjoy that a lot. It's again, just sad that the performance aspect unfortunately failed. But again, it also could be editing. Who the hell knows? We didn't sit there like the belays and watch the whole show. We don't know what we could have been edited uh-huh. in, edited out. Who the fuck knows? That's the problem with television. You never really know. But again, I really like this look. I'm sad it wasn't as executedly well to that we saw. Mm-hmm. There were like little references as well, like in shape to like the shape of a saddle almost mm-hmm. on like the one shoulder, like the hips sort of flare out in a weird way, like bones. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's a look. It's fan. I think it's a great look. I think it's cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next up we have Jade Jolie as an alien person, I guess. She's got an alien heart. And an alien head. Yeah. On a stick. I don't really get the Western out of this. Other than the lasso, I guess. I mean, yeah. That's probably like directly being like, okay, I have this lasso. Let me, let me add the Western to it. Yeah. Cause it's definitely like alien. She pulls like this goopy slime out of the head of the alien on a stick and like whips it uh-huh. around. It's fine. There's definitely the sci-fi. Oh yeah. I think the boots are a little bit borderlands type Western-y. Yeah. This could definitely get, I think this could definitely fit in a borderlands type of area. Yeah. It probably would still need, like, a little bit more Western touch. I don't know. So we're moving on now to Saint. No, not Saint. We just did Saint. I'm out of it. Dolly, the other returning competitor, excuse me. That's why I'm so confused. They're all returning. Who knows? We might get, like, fucking Zochimochi next episode. Who know? I mean, I would like to see Zochimochi come back, but still. I mean, that's for the next Resurrection special. Anyway, Dolly, definitely bounty hunter, as they said. Space alien bounty hunter. I see it. It's not my favorite thing, personally. No, just because no, 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 here's my problem. Like I said, the look is fine. I get that this is their face. This is the sort of thing. I just feel like I'm seeing the same face every single time. Again, maybe that's just because I remember the resurrection promo and they're like last week's look was pretty much the same head. Basically, it's just sort of the same thing. And it's just like it's their new it's the way they're doing the drag now. And that's fine. It's just not I don't think it's for me necessarily. I'd like to see it a little different each time. Just like switch it up a little more, add it a little more. Do something different here. Don't do a mustache this time, or do a, do something else. Do a unibrow. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. You know. But I think the look is cool. I think it definitely gives off space raider, alien hunter person, like the guns, the backpack thing. Yeah, I do like the sort of face details with these, uh, like sort of almost mechanics and wires. Reminds me of uh, cyberpunk. Yeah. I'm sure that's the vibe they were going for. Very like, you know, like I said, hooked up by wires and space person. Again, definitely like a Borderlands type character. Yeah, very much so. Probably would work alongside, uh, what's his name? The main villain. Handsome, handsome something. Handsome Jack, I think. Handsome Jack. Yeah, I was about to say Handsome John. No, that's not right. Jack. No, I think it's Handsome Jack. Yeah, so he would probably work alongside 
Handsome Jack. All right. But yeah, it's fine. Anyway, moving on to... uh, Oh, boy. (sighs) Mary Cherry. She has a veil over her face at first. She has a veil, this red dress. Like, I like the red dress. I like the hat. And then she pulls it back and... um... No, that's not even a one eye. How do you say that's a one eye? Wait, no. It's... I think it's trying to look like one eye because at least from afar, it just looks like a giant black um, sort of thing. No, shut up. I just realized. So she has like, because I thought it was like, no, she basically put eight giant lashes on the top and on the bottom to make it look like she has one eye, but then literally still has two eyes when you zoom in on her. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess from far away, she's like Cyclops. But then as soon as you zoom in, no, you still have two eyes, ma'am. You still have two full eyes. It's that double eyelid illusion. Or not double eyelid, a double so eye funny. illusion. I'm sorry. That's so funny. No, like, I like the dress. I like, I just like that sort of, and I like that hat. I just like the sort of, like, she runs a casino somewhere or a brothel. Yeah. Yeah, she runs a brothel. But I'm sorry. This makeup is, this makeup is not it. I'm sorry. The the trying to be a one-eyed thing? No. Yeah, I mean, just, why is she green? <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. But no, I can't. Not this, the eye makeup trying. It's like, one-eyed, where? Where? Uh, she didn't even try to paint in the white of the eye. You need to insert, if you're going to insert clips, you need to start inserting my clips, like my voice cl- or my audio clips. I need you to insert, like, she was apparently a one-eyed madam. And then just insert the real housewives. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Oh, God. <laughs> so funny. I hope you're happy. But yeah, no, this is not. The dress is fine. The makeup, however, is, it, uh, no, absolutely not. She also has, like, these sparkly things. I think that's supposed to represent, like, a venereal disease, maybe? I just... I, no. Sorry. It's not it. And then uh, next we move on to Hosoteratoma. I'm going to say very simply, I think, if I can put it in one way. I think there was an easy... Re- I think there's a very reason she's safe. The top half, great. The bottom half, not good. I just realized these pants are open crotch. <laughs> you just realized that? No, yeah, I think very much the top half. It's kind of like um, the boule, that boule look that I was talking about the other week, where it was like the top half is like everything on it looks great, the bottom half is just there. Yeah, and I agree with this. It's very like she's a cactus alien monster gun slinger looking person, and like I said, everything is pretty much on the top half, and then the bottom half is just like these puffy chaps with a crotchless middle sort of thing. It's it's just not as much as what's going on in the top, so I get why she was safe. Yeah, also, why why is she wearing pointed jester shoes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another reason why the bottom isn't good. Yeah. Why why claws? Well, because I guess she's supposed to be like some sort of like alien cactus monster, and you can see the little gun holes out of the claws, so it's like... I've seen monsters and stuff like that before. Mm. Like I said, I enjoy the top half. It's the bottom half that doesn't do it for me at all. I felt like it would have been better if those were, like, chompers sort of things. I mean, I get you could kind of say they are, I think. They kind of look chomperish. Mm. I mean, they're more like claws. Eh, either way, I think it's fine, but the bottom half is definitely not great. And then the boulets have their little mishmash. I'm not dealing with that because, honestly, I don't care what they have to say. Bring your fucking judges out. That's why they're there. So let's move on to our placements because we don't need to tell you what the boulets have to say. I also find it kind of sad. They're like, there's no one else who could have brought the Wild West Fantasy. This was an okay episode, not a brilliant episode. No, for sure. Definitely an okay episode. 
So let's talk about who brought the Wild West to life. Our tops for this week are Sigourney, Betty, Zavaleta, and Dolly. But of course, there can only be one winner. And that winner is... Zavaleta! But don't go anywhere just yet. Stay on the stage, why don't you? As for that matter, Jade, Hoso, and Mary, which I think is really funny, are safe. I don't think Mary should have been safe. I think Mary should have been in the bottom for that makeup job alone. I'm sorry. To say you're a one-eyed monster and then fully not be a one-eyed monster? No. I think the Boulets only ever saw it from afar. (laughs) Even still, they're pretty goddamn close on that stage back to them, I think. When they're standing on that stage and standing at the chairs... Oh, yeah, you're right. They aren't wearing their contacts. No, I don't think they're wearing their contacts for the... I can't tell close up if they're wearing those honeycombs. I don't think they are. I think this time, actually, they're wearing ones that are white around the iris and then have pupils. That probably makes sense. They need to be able to see. Anyway, our safes this week, like I said, Jade, uh, Hoso, and Mary. But again, stay on stage. And our bottoms, unfortunately, that leaves us with Coco and Saint, Both people which we is like. very upsetting and makes me sad. Of how is this extermination going to go? Well, it's a mechanical bull of death, but not really death because obviously they're not going to kill anybody, but still. And since everybody's on the stage, everybody's going to compete in this extermination. Ooh. They want to see what everyone's chops are. Of course, only Coco and Saint are actually competing for who lives, who dies, but everybody's going to compete. And Basically, everybody falls off rather immediately. Mary can't even get on the fucking thing. Which was very funny when it started to move and she wasn't even on. Like I said, it's not really much to talk about except Saint jumps on there and I'm just like, oh, my balls hurt. The way Saint, or not Saint, the way Dolly jumped on the, I was like, oh, my balls hurt. Because he like, he went, oh, and I was like, oh. I feel like Dolly would be the type who would be into CBT, so. Time for the monster meat grinder. Everyone's just like, fuck. But first, let's start with the good. It's congratulations to Zavaleta. And Betty, who had been in the bottom the week before, gets congratulations for at least making it better to the top. And Mary saying stuff like, ma'am, you shouldn't have been safe. Like, don't, you know, cheers to you. Everybody's happy. And of course, we're waiting for, oh no, what's going to happen? And because people, but yeah, Jade and Mary have been safe every single episode uh-huh. so far. Jade's saying they might get into their head a bit, not badly, just like they want that feedback, you know, they, whether it's, ba- I mean, they want to do well, obviously, but even if it's good or bad, they just want that feedback. They want to be able to get some critiques and say, here's what you could do better. Here's what you do worse. Here's what, blah, 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 blah. yeah, you want to be able to know why. And it's like, I very much agree. Uh, Mary saying around being around Hoso, Coco, Saint, how amazing their drag is. And hopefully they can make maybe changes to their drags and Dolly and just the amazing things they've been able to see, which I think is cool. Because I agree, all the drag that I've seen so far, even if I don't like it, it's cool to see people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool to see everybody's type of drag. You know, it sucks when people are like, because I think uh, Marie gets into a fight about it, I think. Well, because now currently Zavaleta and Marie are getting into a fight that I'm watching. Zavaleta saying that Marie tends to put pressure on herself. And apparently Mary doesn't even want to talk to Zavaleta for some reason. There, I must have. I don't know if I missed this in the last episodes, but there's like, I guess they fought, and she just said it. I'm not talking to her. I think they fought a little bit, but like, yeah, Jay's just in between them, like, what the fuck? And then Zavaleta and Jade get into a tiny bit of a fight. 
Although I think that was just misunderstanding. It's, oh boy, this is, everybody's fighting. I don't know, it's a mess. Except not really, it's just these three. Meanwhile, everyone else is just sitting there like, why don't we just drink our... Hoso has just the best looks like... Especially with that fucking makeup, making, just making her faces look even more dramatic. Hoso's that, remember that gif of Trinity during season nine where they're like, where I forget who's fighting, but it's like Trinity's just sitting on the chair with her drink like. <laughs> <laughs> That's very what Hoso is giving right now. Just sitting there just like, I'm just going to drink and look yeah. like a cactus. Gum, 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 gum. Hoso actually looks a little bit concerned. But everybody's in their feelings. Everybody's fighting. Satan and Coco don't even really get a word in all that fast. As Coco says in her amazing confessionals, because I literally cannot get enough of these confessionals, I'm going to miss them so much. If Marie has a problem, everybody has a problem. Uh, the world has a problem. I got a problem. You got a problem. We all have a problem and we just have to solve it. Or we're all damned. I love Coco so much. I need these confessionals. Coco's not surprised they're in the bottom because they weren't prepared. They were not necessarily prepared for the challenge. They just didn't weren't happy with the theme. They say they're not going to throw in the towel, which I think I agree with. I don't think they're throwing in the towel. And it's just, they weren't, this wasn't their challenge. And that happens with everybody. It may not just be their challenge. Dolly said it too. I think everybody was on their A game. It's not that Coco wasn't on her A game. She was just outperformed, which happens. Obviously, people have to be in the bottom. People have to be in the top. You might get outperformed. You might get outlooked. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that you didn't do a good job. There are just people who can do a little bit of a better job or something. You know what I mean? Like, everybody can mm-hmm. do a fantastic... Even if, it, like, everybody did fucking amazing. That woman's... That wig hair was off by an inch. If it... You know what I mean? If it has to come down to the tiniest of split hairs, if everybody does an amazing job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like All-Stars where it really starts to hurt. Yeah, very much. And then... Saint getting very teary, which makes me sad, is basically saying, no matter which one of us stays, whoever goes home, obviously, but whoever stays needs to make it to the finals, because people need to see them, which I very much agree. Visibility is important. People need to see people like Coco and Saint and Marie, Betty for the trans representation, and Sigourney for, you know, cis female representation on drag, but male drag, female drag, cis drag, transgender drag, all visibility needs to be represented. White, black, Latino, Asian. It's such a, f- not a finite bubble that people try to make it be, and it's so fucking terrible that mostly white cis gays, yes, I'm calling you out, you try to put this in a bubble, it's like, no, 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 you can't do this, you can't do this, it's my domain, I am the drag queen, I am the injured party, who said you can come into my bubble and do da 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 Go fuck yourself. Drag is for everybody. It doesn't matter who the fuck you are as long as you have a passion for it. Exactly. I mean, look, Lady Maga has a platform. She shouldn't, but she does because she's passionate about her drag. Yeah. She's a terrible fucking person. She's a disgusting Trump supporter. But she has that free ability to express herself in drag because it should be for everyone to express things in how they are. Whether or not it's good or not, like I said, Republicans and, like, people complain about Republican, Democrats, all this. People have a voice. People deserve, like, immediately saying, no, you don't deserve to have this voice. On both sides, it doesn't matter, because that's the problem that I think people have, is that just like, nope, I don't agree with you, zip it, instead of just shutting the fuck up and letting everybody talk. I don't know, it's just, it's, it's problematic, obviously. It, it just opens the door to so many good people, bad people, whoever. The way I've always seen it is like, if we tell people to shut up and be quiet, then it just festers into like rage that could turn out a lot worse than it already could have been as bad as it was. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, very much so. That... That's exactly what it means to bottle up your emotions. I mean, that's yeah. 
like I still can think you know this person's bad or that person's bad but I'm still I let them say something just to like okay good you got that off your chest moving on instead of like letting them bottle it up and turn into like a fist fight or something or you know it's just like I don't know it's bad from my original point don't try to gatekeep people's drag don't this is drag competition for everyone yeah it's like drag race in general a lot of drag race at least u.s you barely see any sort of representation of just it's like cis males usually really only in the last couple of seasons did we get people like got mick kylie coming back and absolutely fucking destroying the competition you know people that were able to make visible differences because like i remember way back when what was it Season five, I think, was the f- well. Technically, season two was the first with Kylie, uh, who revealing at the finale reunion that she was trans. But the first person on the actual show show to like do it during the interesting middle of the competition was, I believe, um, Monica, in uh, season five. But even then, RuPaul was just sort of like, "Yes, drag is for everyone," and I agree. And then there were like no trans performers that were out at the time mm-hmm. until like what season nine with Peppermint. I was about to say, yeah, Peppermint is the only one who comes to mind after that. And even then, if I remember correctly, she was still not even allowed to do the testosterone, not testosterone, uh... Estrogen, HRT treatment. And the same thing, apparently they didn't also let, didn't let Jiggly do it on season four, but she never came out. They just, the producers were just like, nope, sorry. God, I hate Drag Race. Yeah, I think it's, in part, they didn't want to fuck around with people's medications, same thing with, like, on season six, when they didn't let Laganja have any of her weed. When it's just, like, the producers oh, yeah. are just assholes. Yeah, that's it's true. Like, fuck you. Ugh, we need more Drag Race Thailand. Drag Race Thailand, season three, coming know, 2022. Yeah. I'm very excited. Except I'll be much less excited if Art and Pangina aren't. Uh, I think Pangina's gonna be on there, but I have never seen confirmation yet from Art. But I really need her to be on there. Anyway, like I said, we've gotten way off topic. Extermination challenge. Let's ride the bowl. Back and forth. Coco and Saint fall off pretty much the exact same time. So, blah da 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 people fall off. It's funny and not funny. Ending scene, they're talking to each other, basically just being like, where'd you find this pig? Or something. It's like, oh, you know, the real shame to see her go. Da-da-da, chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. Israel doesn't want to eat the meat. Zoom out, and then roasted pig, basically. Reminds me of, like, a Pompeii ver- burn victim. Yeah. Anyway, that'll do it for us, this episode of Two Gays Dragcast. We'll see you next week with whatever is next week this has been andrew b and guy smith until next time unpleasant dreams we do not own claim ownership of or desire for ownership of contained or referenced clips and copyrighted content they are the property of their trademark and copyright holders 2k's dragcast is co-founded and co-hosted by me guy smith and andrew b Editing and show running by Guy Smith. Community management by Andrew B. Intro music is Cold Rise by Gunnar Olsen. And the outro is Basewalker by Kevin McLeod. You can find us at our links in the description for my and Andrew's YouTube channels and our website, twogaysdragcast.wordpress.com. You can additionally find all of our content as well as all the places where you can find our podcast at twogaysdragcast.anchor.fm. We are an independent production. Sharing the podcast with your friends is the best way to support the show. Leaving ratings and reviews on your podcast platform of choice are also extremely helpful. Thank you so much for listening in. Until next time, sweet nightmares.